The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Uh, Neil is taking 12 pills to... Uh, oh, I can't wait to get into that. It's, it's an important health topic really today, is. right? I think it's going to be important. It could, this could be the most important podcast ever ever recorded. You know what we up, should up, do up, then? Up lots of episodes like no other. <laughs> a very special OC Bombers podcast. <laughs> You know, there's only one thing left to do then. <laughs> Hit it, Tori. Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 128. 128. That's it's phenomenal. the seventh power of two. You know what else? What is it? Number 128. I looked this up. It's a cue from your guardian angels that you should never quit. If you see this number pop up, right? it means your guardian angels are telling you some doors are going to open while others wow. close. Don't give up. You might have to change your habits. So if a random listener listens to podcast and OCB podcast and 128, this could be a good omen for them. Is that, that what you're saying? I, I think I think we have the uh, uh, angels on our side on this one. <laughs> we could only hope. <laughs> oh, what's, what do we got? What's going on? I don't know. I thought, well, I guess the Paralympics are going on. I thought he would still be in China playing there. But, um, oh, here we go. Uh, Scruffy? Neil, we have a new country listening to the OC Bombers and, podcast. And who, who is that, Scotty? Our friends in Spain. Woo-hoo! So that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Spanish, right? Spanish. And we've, how, we've, we've done Spanish listen also. We, so. we have. So, so Neil, lay it on me. I can't wait to hear it. Eschuta! Eschuta. Wait, that sounded Italian, Italian but eschuta. 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 What other country do we have Italian? Uh, it's Spanish. I was trying to, I, you know, you don't mean my uh, my organized uh, filing system. I couldn't f- figure that out. Well, but. I think there's a bunch of other ones right. that are in there. I don't know. We'll have to but, you know, really, uh, Sir John's got some questions about this because, you know, his son Zachariah is uh, all around the world with his his lo- lovely bride Liz. Yeah. And, and he says they listened in Bangladesh or Yeah, I don't see them Copenhagen and I, I think it depends on Belgium. the device, wherever the device. Uh, we do get uh, listens from Belgium. As we know, they have surpassed India. That's correct. And, and we'll get no, to that. I, I'll, I'll back off of Belgium. I don't think I, I think Belgium was that one. Okay. What, what's something else going on? Another announcement, two in a row. What's up? Yes. <laughs> it's not Tuesday, so it can't be two for Tuesday. But what is it, Scotty? And he's playing loud. Neil, we now have over. 15,000 wow. total listens to that the OC fantastic. Bombers podcast. Who would have thunk it? Thank you so much, listeners. We appreciate all the listens, all the support. We're always trying 15, to get new listeners. Wow, wow. Those, are, those, those from, are Hall of Fame numbers. From all over the world. I know, so. exactly. Neil, today in history. What happened today in history, Scotty? 1693, the first women's magazine, Ladies Mercury, was published in... Jolly old London, England. 16 at ladies what? First ladies magazine. Well, I know what was the name of it? Ladies Mercury. Not ladies bizarre. No, not bizarre. Not glamour magazine. All right. Uh, okay. In 1827. 1827. The first Mardi Gras celebration took place in New Orleans. Really? I thought it would be earlier than that. But I would think, well, you know, the French were settling there. Oh, and there was I all kinds it. of stuff going on. The French is stuffy. I get We've it. been there a couple times. Yeah, it was fun. I've been there lots. once. Oh, uh, I think I've been there three times. 
I lived there once with once with you guys. With we we had we had a, um, a business right. down there, and I went down with um with Jake once also. Oh, yeah. so, so good, so it. so fun and so filthy. Yes, it is so filthy. <laughs> and in 1932, what happened? Liz Taylor was born. Really? Yeah, old Lizzie. Scotty, you know what happened this year in uh in uh, music history? Music history? Yeah. What? G- give me a year. Nineteen eighty. Nineteen. Oh, Flock of Seagulls hit number one. No. Oh. The winners at the Grammy Award included "Song of the Air," "What a Fool Believes" by the Dewey Brothers. What a fool believes. Album of the Year was Billy Joel's Fifty Second Street. Um, I wouldn't say that's his best album, but it, but won, okay. it album, won a Grammy. Uh, album of the Year. Okay. The uh, best new artist was Ricky Lee Jones. Chucky's in love. She had one song. And best disco record, I Will Survive, Gloria Gaynor. Gloria Gaynor. Now, is there still a like disco rec- disco category? And is that, no, that there, there isn't. I like to know when that transitioned down, when, when it weaned down. I think it transitioned <laughs> just into dance they are, they or really, club, okay, maybe. Okay. But right, see, it, club and disco are so different uh-huh. if you listen to those the, genres. I said genre. John Ooh, I love that. <laughs> so that was... Today in history, it's kind of nice. So, Scotty, um, as you might know, today we um, we're, we're taping a little hour earlier today because I'm prepping for um, a colonoscopy tomorrow. Colonoscopy, which I've had one, and you've had one before, right. obviously. But um, and so I mean, we, we actually had to delay the start of the recording a few <laughs> minutes. But yes, so things could end at any time but very very, very new a new procedure that we that, that instead of drinking that ugly gallon of stuff I'm taking, oh yeah that's that's what i had to do oh i'm t- i took 12 pills now you know get all now, at once no no 12 horse pills and then i got to drink like uh three three things of water <laughs> wait how how often do you take the horse pills no i took it once in the first hour that was four o'clock you took 12 horse pills yeah Wow, that just seems like a lot. I mean, okay. within an hour, I didn't take them all at once. I would have gagged, but like, you know, so, two at a time, then five minutes later, two so at a time. So you're going to end up like dumb and dumber. <laughs> you're going to have to run to the bathroom yes. and just, just. <laughs> but it's all, 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 all in all colon health. So yeah, every, very yeah, important. everybody needs to, uh, what is it now, 40 or 45, they start right. recommending it. The one time I had to do it was when uh, our well broke and we, ha- we had no running water uh-huh. and I was prepping for a colonoscopy. Very nice. So I think we had to borrow buckets of water from neighbor Jeff. And if you just dump that in the toilet, it automatically flushes down. Yes, I... I, I so thank you, neighbor Jeff, for that. He may not have realized why he needed buckets of water, but... You know, a neighbor in need. It's always nice, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, you're feeling good, though, right? I, at, at any moment, I could just stop. No. <laughs> but we'll no pick it up and edit, right? We'll, we'll fix it in post. Okay, there you go. Don't worry about it if you need to... Go take right. care of yourself. But it's important. Take it care is. of your uh, colon health. It is. And it just, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm going to start drinking some more water as we speak here. I said, oh, and no, and, and we don't want to say that other, let, that, that, that part of Pennsylvania, otherwise, because I cannot partake Cause, in the. Because you can't, but I can, um, but you could drink your stuff if we said it. But uh, just, just go on. We'll go pre- on with the we'll show. Pretend, Let's go we'll on pretend we're show. saying it. Yes. <laughs> um, All right, Neil, so what do you got for me? So, uh, yeah, Scotty, so I want to um, bring back. A fan favorite. Is it though? Is it? Yeah, I think it is. The Screamer of the Week. Oh, everybody loves the Screamer. My, mo- right? my, my mother doesn't like that noise no, though. No, she does not. <laughs> so this this week's Screamer of the Week comes from the from the <laughs> from the band Spoon from the album Sp- Lucifer on the Sofa. This is one of the albums we talked about last week. You know what? This is the only one I did not listen to. Okay. I listened to the other two. So now, just yeah, I'm glad. You, I'm glad. I want you to listen to this album because 
This album, it really is a perfect album, what I would think of what we would call these album-oriented rock albums, where it's, I want to say perfect, I don't say it's like, it's not Sgt. Pepper, I don't want to say that, <laughs> but every song it is accessible, you can listen to it, you can play it on, DJ can play it on the radio, it's something I grew up with. Let me get an example, Scott, maybe like, let's okay. say the Mavericks trampoline. Oh, yeah, oh, now now see that. From, from point A to point, point Z, it is a solid album, and a DJ can play any song on the radio, it's accessible by any anybody can listen to now, it. Now, is the is the Spoon album? Are all the tracks a little bit eclectic, like Trampoline, like um, di- almost different genres or blending? Or uh, yeah, a few. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but no, it's just listenable music, and it's good. But anyway, on the, on this listenable on- music, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> no, because I have unlistenable music. You know, you know that there's some. Like, oh, you absolutely non. Do, yes. Non-listenable music. (laughs) Which is very enjoyable for some reason. Anyway, getting back to the Screamer of the Week. This week's Screamer of the Week is the song On the Radio. On the Radio. Now, Scott, you know that I am... Not the Ravens raised on the radio. this is On the Radio. Now, Scott, you know I'm a sucker for two types of songs that have two things on them. One being radio and two being... We'll get back to those just just in a second, the radio songs, but two being... Songs that geographic songs, right? So, for example, oh, I always I da- love that da- dancing yeah. in the streets, you know, and then maybe the, no, I'm trying to join in the conversation. The Mavericks from the album Brand New Day and the uh, song Ride with Me. Oh yeah, yeah, they mention all kinds of places. I'm a, yeah. I mean, you, you know, big the rip, heart big of rip. rock and roll, Huey Lewis. Big, he mentioned uh, cities. Lo- yes. lo- yeah, I am a sucker. Well, we're like not going to talk about that about geographic songs. Oh geez, I thought we were. Okay. <laughs> we're going to talk about radio songs. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, <laughs> but I do love it. Turn left here. Okay, go ahead. Now we're going back. Now, now, we're, back. now we're back on the main road. On the on the radio songs. So I decided. Do I'm, a U-turn as soon as possible. To radio songs. On the radio. Radio songs on the radio. Who listens to the radio anymore? So I decided that I think I'm going to came up with a new little bitty here called, instead of Mount Rushmore's, how about Hill Rushmore's? Neil's Hill Rushmore's. <laughs> <laughs> so not quite as big. And nobody cares about them except for me. So I will. Ha- I have these four... Hill Rushmore radio songs that are my top four radio so, songs. Okay, so wait, hold on. Rushmore's a mount and it's big, so I, I think you, we need a new name. Hill. For the hill, but not... Rushmore. A, what's, a, what's the name of a big hill? Peter Gabriel's, what was his? Salisbury Hill? A Salisbury Hill for you, or... Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, can I name my four Hill Rushmore songs until we get to, until we, it's, a, it's a working title? Okay, okay yes. Yeah, so l- <laughs> let me hear this hill. So, so the hill means it's not set in stone. They could change it anytime. No, 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 no. There's just not, it's not as big. It's like not as like, um, nobody cares about it except for me <laughs> or you. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> All right. So number one on the Hill Rushmore songs, radio songs is the REM song, radio song from the 1991 uh, release at a time. Do you know that song? Radio song? Uh, it's not popping it's to Josh's my mind. Josh's favorite song. When he was three years old, he loved that. Number two, you might know this one. I think Laura might know this. this is a nineteen from an '80s classic from the band Wall of Voodoo, Mexican radio. I'm on a Mexican radio. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Now that you say, I actually found the tune. I'm on a Mexican. Whoa. Yeah, I played. I when I would make playlists to go down to Mexico on vacation. In That's my mind, always on there. No, in my mind, I was go. I'm on a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's number two. Of course you. Would. Yes. Number three. Number three. Number three and four come from. 
Elvis Costello, who, by the way, is on the, you know, he could be on the Mount Rushmore, my artist, you know, on a given But he day. wasn't. But he wasn't, but he no. could have been. But anyway, he has two songs, which would have been number one, Radio Sweetheart. Okay. Which was a great little ditty about, I'll play one more for my Radio Sweetheart. And the number four song, and probably one of my favorite songs of all time by Elvis Costello, Radio Radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I've is heard really, that one. Which is really his kind of... um. I, I think you're really missing... Raised on the radio by the Ravens. And how about um, video? Video killed the radio star. Video killed the radio star. I mean, um, there's, there's there's dozens of these, Scott. So well, you got hills now. Besides mounts, we've got hills. Thank you for the hill rush more and the radio song. Listen, and we'll get the screamer of the week. We'll post that this week. So everybody, can listen to it. Okay. That sounds great, Neil. Let's uh, let's go ahead and do our um, feedback right now. Okay. So last time we, we talked about Oscar nominations for Best Picture, yeah. and I haven't seen any more this year, but you made some comments, and, and here's something that was postulated to me. is It seems Neil is saying any movie that makes a lot of money is devoid of artistic merit since the money is its own reward. Therefore, art should not make money. What say you, sir? Wow, you talk about being... Um twisting words around no that's not what i'm saying well, well because i think <laughs> there's no way i am saying that please stop that's a hard stop there's real seriously scott there's no way i'm saying that <laughs> and anybody I, seriously that's not true so anyway um yeah i can't wait to see what wins best picture <laughs> no that really kind of no that's because that that, that that puts me in one corner i'm not no <laughs> Neil is now angry as his <laughs> intestines are gurgling. Exactly. Wow. And also, um, is it time for a break yet? <laughs> a, a lot of feedback from that uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Some very positive, some very negative. So what I'm thinking is, you just can't please anybody. Right. I think people have complained about the halftime show forever. Even remember when Up with People was on in the 70s? That was the halftime show. It was like very positive vibes about people coming together. Up with people. I don't remember that. Oh, you got to look it up. So I, you, you could see that I'm not tracking with you. Like, what the hell are you talking well, about? So, so you're never going to make everybody happy. So just put whatever on for the halftime show and I uh, agree. just be done with it. It's about football, man. It's, and it's also what's relevant to like what's happening in 2022 or 1974, or as you're saying, with, with this upward people, whatever the hell that is. Up with people. <laughs> <laughs> look it up. It's great. All right, Neil, how, how are you feeling? <laughs> Oh, oh. Yeah, Neil, I, I, I will be going. Take it okay, break. <laughs> let's let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to do our deep dive into the Hallmark trilogy, oh, The I, Wedding Veil. Fantastic. The full force of winter is upon us, which means a lot of snow. And all you have is an old beat-up shovel. Why are you shovel-shaming me? It's Neighbor Jeff's Snowblower Madness! Hi there, it's me, Neighbor Jeff. I don't just work on lawnmowers. I can take care of all of your mechanical snowblower needs, too. Is this the same Neighbor Jeff from the Moab Madness commercials? Snowblower Madness! Don't get stuck using a beat-up old snow shovel to clear the snow from your driveway. Join the modern age and get a snowblower from me, Neighbor Jeff. I didn't know they made three-wheeled snowblowers. Snowblowers! I can help you. Identifying the source of yellow snow! Sure, why not? Snowmobile engines! How hard can that be? 
chucking snowballs with rocks in the middle of them at neighbors' houses. I thought you'd never ask. Snowblower madness. Hi, my name is Bud from North Central Pennsylvania, the heart of snow country USA. And I'm a satisfied customer of Neighbor Jeff's Snowblower Madness. I highly recommend Neighbor Jeff. His customer service is beyond compare. Yeehaw! Don't get caught without a snowblower when climate change dumps 38 and a half inches of snow on your driveway. Call me now. Neighbor Jack, snowblower madness! Trust me, I know what I'm doing. He had a new Bud commercial. Oh, how was it? Wasn't Bud good on there? He's a satisfied customer. <laughs> He, he paid them off with smoked meats Ooh. from North Central Pennsylvania. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers Ooh, podcast. We're available on all your favorite podcasting apps. Apps. Everyone has apps to apps. listen to podcasts. Who doesn't have an app? <clears throat> We've all got apps. So, Scott. Neil. Oh, is it our toilet joke is of the it, week? It's all, and it's so apropos for this week as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So these are, I think I used apropos correctly, didn't I? Apropos. Neil, you get three points for that. Thank you. So it is a classic, Scotty. Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know, Neil. Why did the chicken cross the road? The chicken next to her farted. Yeah, so um, it's, it's okay. Not that, not that one is strong. I don't think I've ever heard that variation before. I, I, I mean, there's a hundred of them. There's a hundred of them. So we got. <laughs> there's my, that's a good variation on the chicken cross the road thing. Right. Uh, so let's um, we'll let's, table that one. Let's go ahead and get into our main topic. Main tonight? topic for this week. So I feel like we're John Oliver. He's got oh, our main topic tonight is. <laughs> it is. The Hallmark The Wedding Veil Trilogy movie series that just concluded. Yes. As you know, I've said before on here, and we've talked about Hallmark movies before. Mm -hmm. They're everywhere. Um, Are they everywhere or just on the Hallmark channel? (laughs) (laughs) They seem like they're everywhere. I know they play a lot in north central Pennsylvania. Drink. If I could, Um, I would. But uh, I'm going to set up what this Veiled trilogy was about, because I don't think they've done this before, really. Um, Well, there have been trilogies before, but not like this. There have been trilogies on Hallmark before? Yes. Oh, really? Yes, and I can't remember the name of it, but Lacey was in one where Mm -hmm. she owned an inn, and then the guy got together and they did the thing. But this, the Wedding Veil trilogy, stars Lacey Chabert, Autumn Reisner, and Allison Sweeney. Now, Lacey Chabert, just for everybody who might not know, watch Hallmark, is from Party of Five also. Party of Five but Mean if, Girls. But, but, if you don't, but if you don't watch Party of Five of Mean Girls, you have no idea who she is. Oh, you should know who she is, Neil. Okay. Uh, so the setup for this trilogy is three college friends reunite in different cities every year to go antiquing. Yes. During a visit to San Francisco, they discover an extraordinary antique lace wedding veil with a legend. It says that whoever is in possession of the veil will find true love. Very hallmarky, right? Yes. So the first movie, which debuted back January 8th, but they've been showing it a lot. I didn't watch it, but 
Uh, so it's called The Wedding Veil, and Lacey is an art curator. She falls for a Ken doll with a Boston accent who's a philanthropist and wants to teach art to kids. He's got about as much angst as is, is allowed in a Hallmark movie, right? Uh, so, so Lacey's doing this thing. They find a portrait of a woman wearing the veil. She has the veil. Um, basically, it ticks all the boxes of a yes. Hallmark movie. Yes. As you know, Lacey is my favorite Hallmark actress. Right. I, no, I did not know that. No. Well, whether she's a baker or a chocolatier, event planner, or she's dancing, she has all the range. And in this movie, she has her, all the range. Her nuanced portrayal was riveting. Was that, it was riveting. Was that on Variety Magazine said that? Or no, no, I said that. Scott Montgomery, Posty Podcast, riveting. <laughs> So, Neil, in all these Hallmark movies, yes. a lot hinges on the misunderstanding. At oh, a, yes, exactly. At about it. the hour and a half mark, there's a misunderstanding where you think, oh, they're not going to get together, right. blah, blah, blah. It needs to be organic to me. If it's too forced, then the movie is kind of ruined for me. But this one I felt was organic. Yeah, they, well, the veil was kind of Lacey, right? I mean, yes, yes. Lacey let yeah. out a secret that she shouldn't have. but. Right. I thought it was great world building in the first movie for a trilogy. It it, it, built set, up, it set the stage very nice. I agree. It was yeah. It was yeah, the, the whole mythology around the veil. Uh, Neil, any thoughts about this one? <laughs> Break it down for me, please, sir. <laughs> I, I, how, how much I, bourbon did you have to drink to get through this movie? I did not. I actually. Um, so first of all, when I watch these movies, I cannot watch them live. I have to tape them and DVR them because <laughs> the first. Half hour, there's no commercials, but then that last right. hour, you're just tons of commercials. All right, so I'm some DVR. So, so that's number one. You can't watch a Hallmark movie without DVR. Is that fair? Yes, go ahead. I agree. All right. I, so breaking down this one, she happens to be as my my she is my favorite Hallmark actress. Her and see, then the other one is Winnie. Winnie, right? But Winnie hasn't been on her, right? True. I think she's on a different channel. More about her later. Oh, really? We have more about Winnie. Um, out of four stars, what would you give this movie? So we're ranking them from. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the three. Okay. Okay. Three I gave it four out of four. Okay. okay. So let's move on to the second movie in the trilogy called. Now, once again, this is relative to Hallmark movies. I'm, I'm, um, <laughs> yeah, not overall. <laughs> <laughs> so the second one was called The Wedding Veil Unveiled. And this starred, and I believe they make a lot of money Hallmark movies, by the way. <laughs> oh, they do. Autumn Reeser, I think is how you pronounce yes. her name. She goes to Italy with the veil. Right. She's teaching art. And then but she's... But the veil's originally from Italy, so they were going to go to... Right. And, so she, she, and she knew that. She wanted to look at the origins. She's researching the history, right. the origins of it. She runs into this Italian guy. Um, Pablo. Oh, I thought his name was Al Dente. <laughs> But of course, he happens to be the son of a local lace-making family. Of course. Um, it's a bit of a convoluted backstory to the lady in the portrait because she loved a duke or some royal guy and they had a baby, but she married another guy. And convoluted? Veil- I thought it was very... Sh- I mean, it's... <laughs> Do you watch I, HBO series? <laughs> I, may have, I may have had a lot of bourbon during that, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh Forbidden Love is always good in there. But I, I, I like I like when these plots have a little bit of detective work or something to yet. string it along. Yeah, 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 exactly. If it's straight up romance, sometimes it can be a bit of a slog. So here's the thing though in both these movies so far. So they like the pa- Pablo and her name was um um Emma. I, 
Right? Yeah, okay, sure. Emma was, all right. They had these moments where they were looking, you know, gazing each other's eyes and like, you know, touch, gentle touches, never kissing until the, until the last scene. You can't. You can't in a Hallmark movie. Really? No. And, and, and realize, well, going back to the H- compared to HBO, <laughs> where they're in the bedroom and, and, yes. after two minutes. <laughs> and they're showing everything. But, I have, so I should have different expectations for Hallmark. I, I, like, like, like they're staring at each other's eyes. I'm like yelling at the thing. Kiss her! Get on with it! <laughs> I, I do like... Come on. Wouldn't you say in that kiss her a couple of times? Of course. Sir? Okay. Um, I, I do like when they travel to foreign countries. Yeah. I like that backdrop. The scenery kind of helps the plot move right. along. But I did see that this was not filmed in Italy, but Bulgaria. Really? But, um, do we I, have blisters in Bulgaria? <laughs> uh, soon. I, I do like that um, Pablo's big Italian family loves ravioli. How, <laughs> how, how stereotypical can you get there? So this, uh, then, of course, she gets married to Pablo. Right. And, and he's he, going to move to America. He's going to start the veil business, the, the lace business in Chicago. In Chicago to be close to her. So the belief in the power of the veil grows. Out now, of, that is the last we saw Pablo in, in the rest of the series, really. just to be Correct, okay. because they couldn't afford to pay Pablo <laughs> Make a cameo in another movie, for goodness sakes. Hey, uh, you want to make a cameo? No, it costs too much money. No. Okay, out of four stars, what would you give the second oh, this, one? This was my favorite. Wow, oh, okay. And I'm giving you a four. I liked it. I gave it a two out of four. Now, just because I didn't fall asleep during this one, so that's good. <laughs> so that's, that's always good. All right, let's move on to the third movie in the Wedding Veil trilogy called The Wedding Veil Legacy. Here we go. And this starred Allison Sweeney, who viewers may know from Days of Our Lives, yeah. and she hosted The Biggest Loser for nine years. So, I did not. I, you see, I have no idea who yeah. she was. So her name is Tracy. She meets Nick, who runs an Italian restaurant. All right, but what about Finn. I th- are you feeling bad for Finn's the ex-boyfriend who just, I'm not sure about him. I want to say, well, they set that up in the other two movies. I know. That they were never together. But I thought it was a bold choice at the beginning of this movie that they had a breakup. That never happens in a Hallmark movie. Bold? That's a bold <laughs> choice. <laughs> wow. And also, and also when they broke up, no... One last time talk? No, nothing? <laughs> but you know what? I mean, it, 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 it was a nice, a mutual breakup. Bake, it was nice. I think they, you know. Had, of course. He went off to There's, LA to be with his family and to be with his cello. Was it a cello? <laughs> yeah, I think he played something, right? In orchestra. But her new boyfriend, the Italian restaurateur, uh-huh. he's just a big hunk of cheese, right? <laughs> The man interest, uh, he reminded me of Kurt Warner, and I've seen him in other Hallmark movies, too. Oh, really? But I always do enjoy in a Hallmark movie when the plot revolves around a restaurant in some way. Okay. That's right. always nice, yeah. I think. <laughs> and it was N- Nana's uh, something. That was the name of the restaurant, I believe. Anyway, oh, yes. N- Nana's, yeah. And, it was, and once again, Pablo, all, all, all these uh, husbands... Their mothers were very involved with them and very forceful on, uh, yes. The nicer girl, you know. <laughs> right. Why don't you go out with the nicer girl, huh? And you know what? They kissed with like 15 minutes left in the movie. Oh, really? That's almost unheard of. Well, they had, well, it was 15 minutes because they had to wrap up the veil part also. So that's so, right. On, so, just... so wrapping up the trilogy, I, I stand corrected. Okay, yes. Yeah, so um, I mean, there's a reason for that, Scott. Come on. And, you're going to get out of formula. You better have a reason. And remember, I said the, uh, uh, the the contrivance of the misunderstanding in this movie, where they're, oh. they're both hitting it off great, <sighs> right. and then she's like, "Oh wait, no, maybe I shouldn't." Yeah, 
that seemed like out of nowhere, yeah. not very organic. I did not like that also. I didn't. I mean, anyway, exactly. What was in her way? Because they're sitting there staring at each other. Yeah, exactly. And Once again, kiss her! Kiss the girl. <laughs> so the veil story comes full circle. All three girls found found their mate. But also this. All this, got married. But let's be. Do you realize the veil ended up with you? Are you going to talk about this? No, go ahead. Yeah, the veil ended up in the family because whatever the husband's name of the last husband, which his name was right. Nick. Right. The chef guy. The right. chef guy. His mother and grandmother was it was the daughter or granddaughter or uh, of the lady in the portrait, uh, the portrait from and, Italy. Yeah, and, so it all the, connects. And they gave the veil back to the original family. Oh my god, it's exhausting, isn't it? Yeah, I just wonder what you know. Everything wrapped up nicely. I just don't know. What, I don't. I don't. I'm worried about Pablo. Pablo Al Dente. <laughs> we didn't see him. Can we? Out, out of out of four stars, what would you give this one? I'll give it four because I thought it, was, it wrapped Very up nicely, nice. but I still like number two better. I thought that was. A, I, I I give it three out of four just because of the contrived you know, thing yeah, you're, you're right. there. Um, by the way, I I enjoyed this uh, Veil trilogy, Neil. I think it's the best trilogy of movies since the original Star Wars trilogy. Wow. <laughs> So we, so this is no? not even like a hill rush, but this is like you're going out there and saying, so we got, we, Godfather. <laughs> No. Lord no. of Rings, Raiders nope. of the Lost nope. Ark. Nope. Nope. Uh, I, this. <laughs> this. The Veil. Um, I do, I, I'm do. i sure there are like a hundred other ones that I'm missing on trilogies. And, and you know, um, I, di- I did like no. the fact that Lacey's husband came back in the final movie for, yeah. for a cameo. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Where with was his Pablo? Boston accent. Yeah, whatever. All right, but Scott, yeah, did that you realize good. that the, um, the three movies debuted together averaged 300,000 women between the ages of 25 to 54 and 3 million total viewers? That's that's awesome. That's it. They also reached a combined total of seven million unique total views. Anyway, I just uh, that's a lot of people watching this stuff. That's a lot of people and us too, right? Right. Now, Neil. Um, okay, so that's a wrap on the the trilogy of the veil. I do have. I, I know you're a big oh, sure. Lacey fan. I have a question for you. I have sure. A, a oh, trivia, oh. Tri- I know you like the trivia question. Okay. So Lacey's first Hallmark movie was. Ooh. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. The Matchmaker Santa from 2012. Mm-hmm. Elevator Girl from 2010. The Color of Rain. These might not be her movies, by the way. From two from 2014. Oh, you're tricky. <laughs> and Family for Christmas from 2015. Oh, I'm, I want to go with a Christmas movie because that's usually the way they break in. Let's go with the first Christmas movie. Which, which was the Matchmaker Santa? Yes. That would be wrong. It is Elevator Girl, <laughs> debuted on 2-13-2010. Oh. I do like me some Lacey in, in the Hallmark movies. So she's been doing this for 12 years. And then apparently she's got another contract. Did you see, did you see that? Oh, that's good. Because as, as we said, Danica McKellar, Winnie, I think she went to some other network yeah, what, to do these is, types of what other movies. What other network has these types of movies? Do, I don't do know. tell. Uh, Netflix is making their own now. Um, it might be like Great American Country. Somebody else is doing it. But Neil, this trilogy got me thinking. What would be like uh, the Avengers? You know the Avengers. Okay. Yeah. I know it's superhero, and you don't like them, but how they all have their own standalone movies and yeah, yeah, sure, they sure. come together. The Avengers of Hallmark movies. Okay. I'm you would have you would have to get Lacey in there, mm-hmm. right? Candace Cameron Bure would have to be in there. Okay. Now, am, am I supposed to know these actresses? Yes. Dana Danica McKellar has to be in there, and also Bethany Joy Lenz. Oh, Put those four in there. It's going to be a great movie. I will write it. Call me Hallmark. <laughs> Can I um? 
What can I do with a movie? <laughs> you can produce. Oh, thank you. You can be in the test. Me, uh, Scruffy, and, Scruffy and I, a, a co-production? Yes, A Scruffy absolutely. Neil production. <laughs> All right, Neil, uh, let's talk about uh, a great Hallmark movie about climate change. Oh, yeah. but, oh I thought that was coming. No. no they were talking about done, that. Uh, I know it's going to be on next week. We'll talk about it next time. Jeez, Neil. I, I had a lot of fun this uh, time. And uh, um, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going right to the bathroom after this. <laughs> All right. I'll report we'll back you. next week. I'm sure everything's going to be great on the uh, colonoscopy. Remember, get your, keep your colons clean. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Spread the word. We're on Amazon, Apple, Google, <laughs> iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.